Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. All right. We are back live. This is our first show since I guess we've done two draft shows now. Uh, so we started out, right? We did it. We did the thing with Thor. We did the thing with Austin. Both great guests. Uh, obviously talked about the draft. We don't need to talk about the draft anymore. Obviously, rookie minicamp, right? But there was nothing to see, right? There was, no one was no one was present. No one was there. So there's nothing to really see. There's nothing to talk about yet. Uh, OTAs have semi started. I don't think they've started here in New England yet. But um, but offseason workouts are underway. The Patriots are playing. But we are back because we have a special announcement. Uh, and then we're also going to you know, we'll kind of you know we'll we'll talk a little bit, maybe a little bit of Brian Hoyer action and whatnot. Uh, maybe he'll be the starter this year. You never know. So, but uh, but Spags. You want to you want to you want to start with the with the special announcement here, Spag? Yeah, big one from the Bruins last night. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Marshy, no, uh, was great. Obviously, Keegan's been with us what for a ye- with Pat's pulpit what for just about over a year and a half now. Uh, no, yeah. just just past a year. Like, just the past a year. Okay, a week and ago. Yep. There you go. Um, so my my the, the pandemic throws everything off. Uh, but it feels like it's been um, Yeah. Yeah, great, great start to the week. Um, and then Keegan is going to be joining us now. Obviously, we had built a great relationship just kind of through the draft work and, and had had him on for, for a lot of the draft shows pre-draft. And uh, he's going to be joining us full-time now as a host on the Patriot Nation podcast. So welcome along, Keegan. It's about well-deserved, buddy. I'm happy Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. Don't let your head get too big, though. I'm not going to pump your tires any more than that. <laughs> we're we're adding stuff to the the portfolio, you know, I'm just I'm really stacking up the resume so I can get a job soon. That's really That's the goal. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited. This gives me a place to just I'm going to be the, the 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 middleman for all the the cam hate. I'm going to bring these guys down a little bit. I'm just going to relax everybody. Shout out Scott. Hey, it won't it won't be too bad though. Yeah, well, yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate um, you, pal. It won't be too I I said this too and not to even get off topic. I guess we could touch on it quickly, but I I had said for a while if they had a plan in place like I'm 100% content and cool with with Cam being the guy. It was more so if they went into the into right. the year hey. again with the same two guys. So I, I don't I think gotta, you'll see as much uh, you know, friction, I guess. By the way, there's some spin there's some spin coming, man. We got we got the cyclone going here because I am 100% I see this now and I'm going to want Mac Jones by week 4. So. I am I am 100% trade steady. Trade him somewhere oh, like yeah, 100%. Houston that doesn't have a starter. Then he could go there and be successful. And then I'll still take my damn victory laps for him being, <laughs> being good. He doesn't yeah, be good here. Awesome. Just has to be good, period. So, so trade this, this, this is why I'm minute. here. This is why I'm here <laughs> to just settle everybody down. You know, Stidham's going to be gone in a week. I'm going to do my victory lap because I tweeted about it yesterday. It's going to look great in a Texans uniform, number four. Yeah. I don't know who wears it right Ooh. now. It's some guy. Yikes. I don't know. So starting quarterback number four in Houston. Sounds good. Um, no, but seriously, I'm excited. Uh, I think it's it's a good dynamic with three people, you know, maybe two people on either side of an argument. You get somebody in the middle. Um, I think it will make the shows a little bit more interesting. I'm excited to 
now I have a, a place unfiltered takes. So I'm gonna get right. old to, old it. takes exposed quickly, probably I mean, in a week. Uh, this is what I we got. Do. I got I got smoked a couple times last year, man. Trust me, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. I uh, so after the first right, podcast, right before the, right before anyone. the Kansas City game, they they dug up all the stadium. You know what, Liz Keegan? You know what, Liz? Uh, I got me smoked. and you. Me and you. Listen, listen. Spags is part of the 11K club now. Okay. People oh, care about his Twitter account, right? <laughs> I'm like at 2,500. You're like, at, you know, I don't know what you're at, but it's it's certainly not no 11,000. So, like, you know, people don't really care about Ark. They're like, oh, whatever, dude. This idiot's tweeting about something. Okay, he's probably wrong. You know, Spag, he, they hold to they hold him to a higher standard than. than uh, yeah, I got smoked with that. <laughs> uh, me, and, me and Pat have me. like, we have like six or seven people who care about our tweets, and we <laughs> hey, shout out the six or seven people that That's are rocking right. with us. But appreciate you. The, I think I've got like thirteen hundred. I can tell you twelve hundred and ninety-two. They do not care about my tweets. I don't know why they follow me. So, um, but after after the first podcast I did with you guys, like way back what eight months ago, probably when you guys first asked me to come on, somebody called August, me a jackass. Yeah. yeah, somebody called me a jackass in the comments, and I'll never forget it. Shout out that guy. But this jackass has a, a full time role, and I'm real excited. Right? <laughs> that's right. Um, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's um, really, honestly, like it's been. I'll accept it. It was, it was natural. Like I just feel like, you know, what's up, Mike? Like Keegan got on here, and it just like, I just, it just like, it was just a fit. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. We weren't trying to fit anything in. You just fit in naturally, so it worked out. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. And uh, we're all, and it's cool. we're all East Coast kind of scumbags from, from the yeah. East Coast of Massachusetts who have That's strong right. opinions on a bunch of crap. So it, it works well. I, um, yeah, I I am. I'm I'm really excited. I'm glad I have somewhere to spew off my takes. Yeah, see, we Makes are sense. we are happy to have you, Keen. It's a long time coming. But so let's so let's just let's dive into this the the Warriors just, just for like just for a few minutes here. So why is Warrior on the roster? It's a good question, right? Something's happening in the QB room, right? We talked about Stidham maybe getting traded, and you know I think that makes sense. I think there are teams out there that look at Stidham and say, okay, our QB room sucks right now, like. What the hell? Like he, you know, he learned into Brady for a year. He played, you know, he's been with McDaniels and Belichick. Like, let's just give him a shot. Let's just see what happens. You know, bring him in. Those guys will always get a second chance sucks. somewhere. Right. And that, that's yep. kind of the way it is, right? And if they get a fifth, sixth, seventh round draft pick for him, then so what? You know, so be it. But for, yeah. for Stidham, it could be good. For the Patriots, it could be good. And and you never know. It could work out for the other team too. And so just kind of works out all the way around. You see Hoyer come in and it's like, okay, Hoyer's there to to you know, to tutor Mac Jones is what he's there. Like that's that's really the situation, and I, I think you know Stidham was never really going to be that guy. He just wasn't. He's just too new to the system. He's never really played before. So you know, having someone like Hoyer around that can, that Mac can learn from is going to be important, and obviously from Cam as well. But like Hoyer, I mean, you know, there's a story where Brady like what had had Hoyer like do half the game plan. Like Hoyer did half the game plan every week, yeah. and Brady did the other half, and it's just like kind of like Hoyer was his go-to guy, and so. To have that guy on his side in this system is huge uh, for for a kid like Mac, and so I think it, it makes sense. And uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I was I was pretty happy with it. I, I mean, sick egg if you can get it, man. I mean, this mm-hmm. guy's made a killing. I'd love to see his career earnings. I'll, I'll probably dream. actually look that up. Um, but yeah, it is the dream, and for it's for him. Like, why is he on the roster? You know, you see those fans. He right. sucks. He's right. he's this. It's like it, take away his ability on the field, what he means to that that quarterback room, which is still pretty new. Like Cam's been here a year. Didn't really have the full, you know, off season program and a train and a true training camp. So he's the weirdest year. 
Yeah, yeah like, right? Like, that was tough. No one's ever had that year that. before. It's You know, Stidham is still here, so he's still learning. He's in his third year. Mac is brand new. Hoyer's been here for, geez, I don't know, like, seems like 20 years now. He knows how to be a pro. He knows, you know, the way around here, how to be successful. You know, one of Tom's best friends. That's a guy you want in your roster, uh, regardless of his ability, you know, on the field. Uh, just to be in the room, see, you know, see things that he's heard, that he's seen over the years. So um, I had originally thought just because Mac and Stidham were originally going right now, the only two on the quarterback that you have under contract for the next year. Uh, I believe Stidham's contract's up next year. So, yep. you know, I had said, you know, he doesn't have to clear waivers, which I was unsure of this morning. Hoyer wouldn't have to. So um, I had kind of felt like, you know, maybe they keep three being Stidham, Cam and and Mac and, you know, hopefully Cam has a good year this year. He gets another payday elsewhere, kind of like an Alex Smith. You have Stidham as that long-term backup. Team seems to like him. And Hoyer's kind of that fourth guy who can run the practice squad, be in the room, be that veteran. Um, I think it's a stretch that they keep. They would never keep four in the active roster. I think it could be even a stretch that they keep three with how talented and deep this roster is. Um, so it makes it interesting where Hoyer can kind of not have to clear waivers, be the practice squad quarterback, and be that veteran in the room as like a player coach. Yeah, in my eyes, this is like classic May football talk. A team signs a quarterback, and everybody needs to find the oh reason God. why. I just put just, some respect on his name, though. Listen, I love Brian Hoyer. I think Brian Hoyer has lived a top ten life. Like it doesn't get better than Brian. You get to travel the world, play quarterback in the NFL, but not actually play quarterback. Like it's it's beautiful. There are a few reasons why he's on this team in my mind, and none of them are the reasons anybody really thinks. One, neither side had a better option. You know, the Patriots might have been looking for a camp arm, and here's a guy who's been here and and knows, you know, what to do in terms of what Bill Belichick wants to do. And who the hell is going to sign a 36-year-old quarterback right now to to even be a backup? Like, what what's where's the value right. in that? I can guarantee you this. Brian Hoyer is never going to play for another team again. I, I mean, think about it. No one's going to sign him. He's not going to really want to go anywhere. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the feature last year that the Patriots did on him, but he said it himself in the feature. He said, we bought a house here when I got traded here the last time, and we're not leaving. This is where we're going to be. So I, I don't think he plans on playing anywhere else. So this gives him a chance to make a couple extra bucks, make some more money, and maybe try to earn a spot as, you, like like Spag said, a player coach, do do something just to help the team that he's you know been with for so long. Like half right. of his career is he spent here on a bunch of different terms. So that could be one reason. Another reason could be, you know, Stidham is on his way out the door. They, I don't think anything's really quite gelled the way they wanted it to. They drafted him in hopes maybe that he could be the long-term backup. And in the, the times that we've saw him, saw him, it's been interceptions and then a flash. So he throws a couple picks and then throws a touchdown in Akil Harry in Kansas City, and everybody was like, oh, maybe he can start. He's, he's not going to start. So um, that could be a reason. And then another one is just they need a scout team. They, they need another scout team guy because – they're going to be running so many different defenses that they need to have all of these guys get reps. I mean, they've got, they've got about 40 defensive guys on their roster right now. 30 of them could probably make the team. They need to get these guys reps, give another quarterback, throw another quarterback in there. And I I think Evan Lazar mentioned it. That's what Brian Lewerke did last year. He was, they'd scream Lewerke. He'd come run over and run a drill for the defense. That's, that's what Hoyer's going to do. So it's not a sexy signing at all. And everybody's mad about it, but they had four roster spots to fill, and 
on a competitive team, no one wants to sign here. Undrafted free agents don't want to come try to compete. Young quarterbacks give the old man a couple extra bucks to come play football. Well, and not just that, you know, I think you're right. You know, this comment here about Hoy versus Kansas City and, you know, Matt Chatham putting this out today, which I really hadn't thought about. But, you know, he goes, everyone's talked about how Cam had an impossible situation last year and was trying to come in and all this and this and that. Hoyer, nobody talked about Hoyer's situation in Kansas City. Like, Hoyer found out on Saturday morning that he a was chicken starting, to the wolves. That he was and they starting didn't know they were playing, City. remember? Like, they weren't sure if they were even going to yeah. play. Yeah, so yep. it was like, you know, are we even going to play? We don't know what's going to happen. all virtual. It's Saturday, and then you're like, oh, crap. And then it's like you fly out on Monday for the game on Monday? Like, that's wild, dude. Like, with a, and then you play in Kansas City, for God's sakes. Like, and with like a bunch I said, of dudes they, who have they, COVID. They had a COVID like, test. Right. Yeah, Obviously, so, Cam was positive, so they were virtual the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, yep. so, so you, you know, you think about all that that went into it and – the odds that he played against. And so you talk about the, the team playing against odds like that, but then the fact that they had to throw at the back of quarterback who took zero reps, zero reps as a starting quarterback that, that year, that week. And then obviously didn't take any after he found out because they were, they were virtual the whole time. So it's like, you know, and again, does that mean like, does that mean he, he would have been good if he'd given probably not, he's not a great quarterback, but people, yeah, I think I think kind of forget forget about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and he's right. And Michael's right. What he says, you know, he doesn't really hold any value on field at QB. That's true. Like if the Patriots are starting, oh, Brian he's Hoyer had one start back, and it was there. It was Kansas. Big trouble. Big trouble. He had so like, he had you know. a. Good, I mean, the reason he's still in the league, he had a good six game stretch in Cleveland, right. and then got hurt, and then everybody's hoped that maybe he could do that again. Like that's yeah. not who he is. He's the guy that you saw in Houston who threw. What he threw like eighteen interceptions in six games and then got benched for Ryan Mallett. Like that—that's who he is. But yeah, he's—he's he's smart as a whip. Like he—he, he, uh, I think you mentioned before we got on it. It might have been during Spags. He was the guy who did half the game plan for Brady. He—he'd right. come in and on Wednesday well, hey, and be like, "Here's half of what you need." So look at the Jordan Palmers of the world. You know, yep. like he—he's training the be- the best quarterbacks out there, and he was a career backup, backed up his brother in Cincinnati. For yeah, like three he's years, one of the too. most well-respected quarterback coaches, and and like I have, you know, the utmost respect watching his, um, you know, him train his guys in the pre-draft process. Like, and it, it's, it goes it's, beyond football. It's so hard to kind of try to guess what kind of players can end up being coaches and stuff like that because, like, who who the hell knows? I don't think anybody expected Gerard Mayo to come seven, eight, or what five years after his retirement and just decide to coach Troy Brown 15 years after his retirement decide to come coach it's hard to guess but if I were to guess I mean he's got a spot waiting for him as the quarterbacks coach like you would think so yeah Josh yeah, McDaniels is next in line to, to become the head coach they need a guy to to coach the quarterbacks you saw Kellen um Kellen Moore do it like four years ago yeah hey, one year quarterbacks coach and now he's the OC so these guys who have a lot of experience as backups they can come in and and that's what they do. Their coaches yeah, you see the, world, on you the, see the game in different lines, you know? Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you know what the quarterback's looking for. So who better to tell the quarterback what he needs to do better than a former guy? Exactly. Ryan Hoyer, offensive coordinator, 2025. Let's go. Love it. <laughs> 2028, whatever. I'm in there. I'm in the <laughs> So anyways, that's, that's all we really have. We don't really have much else. Uh, I will say one thing that we didn't mention um, last week is that we are going to take a break. We typically take a break every year around this time anyways. Probably take a few weeks off. I don't know if it's going to be a full month, but we'll take a few weeks off. Um, and then we'll be back. Obviously, the three of us will be back together. 
Um, you know, and we'll just, and we'll, then we'll start getting into it. I will say, we, I don't want to get into what we're going to be doing this season. We are going to be doing some more uh, fantasy football than we did last year. So we have a few ideas about that. Um, and so a little, a little fantasy league with the boys. Maybe you can, you can I sign mean, up and play with the fellas. Maybe ending champ in my league right here. That'd That'd so am I. That'd be fun. I got like I got like fourteen. I got like fourteen. Yeah, Pat has like nineteen <laughs> teams. Don't let he's got the whole league in in, in his in his pool. I had oh, one team and I won. I didn't tweet a single yeah, time too. about it. And I'm me, proud me of it. I don't Same tweet about here, fantasy. I just you know, I just like, wreck people. Well, so I I kind of jumped into the fantasy community a little bit, which is like just I'm like an outsider in the fantasy analyst community, teams. but like. But it's fun. I'm just like, hey, I'm like, gotcha. oh, and I'm so I'm trying to get into like Dynasty. Now I'm in a I'm in uh Scotia. I'm in the Scotia uh league, Dynasty League. That's tough. So it's like, bro, the Scotia Slack channel Dynasty League. So it's like I'm like trading picks and trading players and doing all this. Like it's wild, dude. It's wild. It's like a whole different thing. And then auction drafts. You guys ever done an auction draft? No. Dude, I'm oh, so far removed. Snake. Snake. An auction draft will change your life, dude. <laughs> will change your life. You don't understand because this thing, snake draft, right? You draft fifth, okay? You draft at five, so you can get one of the five best players. Then you don't draft again until whatever, depending on how many people are there, like the 20th pick or something like that, right? So you can only get the fifth best player and then the 20th best player. When you do an auction draft, you can draft anybody you want. Everybody is available to you if you're willing to pay for it. And yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. It's, Somebody's got to do it. It's losing his mind. It's awesome. It is so much. This fun. is Pat. This is how former gamblers talk about when they used to gamble. It's so true. It's like, you know, honestly, I used to sit at the blackjack table for honestly, 14 hours, and it was this great. Is why, this is why I don't gamble. Like, really, I don't gamble. I just have like, 19 nope. accounts with 19 books. Hey, now listen. Yeah. You're right. That's it. You know what I mean? I get the fa- I get. I play fantasy football and fantasy basketball. That's enough for me. That, that does it for me. I'm like, okay, that's it. Nothing else. So, but anyways, so that's it. So that's, so again, we'll take a break. We are going to have some fantasy football. We're going to be doing obviously a ton of, uh, draft stuff going, <laughs> a, ton of, a ton of draft stuff going in. <laughs> um, so we'll have a, uh, we'll be doing a ton of, you know, uh, season previews. That one just threw me. I'm like gone now. Uh, that one that well done, dark blue gold. Um, uh, but um, but yeah, no. So so that's what we'll be doing, right? Normal normal kind of off season stuff. Hopefully, we'll be down at the practices this year. Hopefully, the practice will be open, so we'll kind of get out there. Maybe we'll do some some uh, you know, since the three of us can kind of get down there, maybe we'll like set up a little meet and greet afterwards or some shit like that. I mean, who knows, right? So it'll be a live podcast from ooh, yeah, things, practice. things opening up now, so we can dope. start to uh, yeah back to normal. That feels. Great, so. That feels like a great way to get arrested at Gillette Stadium is to try to record stuff live. Is yeah. like, yeah. oh, there's there's Christian Wilkerson making a catch and somebody's grabbing me by the neck and dragging me off the field. Yeah, yeah it's gonna no, be fun. Yeah. You're probably right, but hey, what the heck, right? So, but anyways, so that's it. I guess that's it. So, uh, just to recap here, in case you in case you you know are just tuning in or for some reason blacked out for the last 18 minutes. <laughs> um, Keegan is going to be joining us. He's <laughs> going to be joining us uh, full time. Uh, so exciting news! And like I said, we're taking taking a few weeks break, but we'll be back, rip roaring, ready to go. Hopefully, with the Bruins after the Bruins raise the cup, um, that'd be nice. And uh, and then you know, and then we'll go from there. So have a good few weeks, people, and uh, and we'll see you. We'll see you in a bit.